I know you're all getting tired of me. Not to worry, Father Flores will be back tomorrow, God willing. So now that you're all experts on the books of First and Second Samuel, you can see here this um, this exchange in the first in the first reading taking place at the end of Saul's reign, and and the Lord telling Samuel that this will now be beginning the beginning of David's reign. I'm going to read to you a psalm from from David from the end of his life, and. Before I do, I want to tell you about this book, The Introduction to the Devout Life by St. Francis de Sales. So for anyone seeking to grow in this direction, grow in a relationship with God, grow in virtue, grow in, in prayer, which is, of course, all of us. We wouldn't be here if there weren't us. But to take a more, maybe a more intentional step in this direction, right? It's moving away from... I want to build God a house to, I want to receive the dynasty that the Lord wants to build in me. This is really a masterpiece for that, the introduction to the devout life by St. Francis de Sales. He was maybe the first one to take all of the principles of religious life, of cloistered monks and nuns, and make it really concrete for the person living in the world with different duties, different obligations. So he talks about growing in holiness according to one's state in life. Now he has two introductory parts with lots of meditations. And then in the third part, he goes into the practice of the virtues. Practice of the virtues. Now, of course, the most important virtue is the virtue of charity. That's what all the virtues are ordered towards, is to practice charity. But he doesn't start with charity. He starts with Patience. It says patience is the first one to cultivate. And we can see why, because to develop a devout life isn't something that happens overnight. To grow in prayer, to grow in charity isn't something that happens overnight. It's something that's going to happen. It's going to take the entirety of our lifetimes. And so if we don't have patience, we're going to abandon the project sooner or later. Okay, with that in mind, we'll turn to the Psalm of David. This is Psalm 37. In some Bibles, it's titled A Psalm of David. In others, it's titled A Psalm of Patience and Trust. And he wrote this at the end of his life. We know that he, there were various attempts of, at murders towards him, at people attempting to murder him, people very close to him, his own leader, Saul, his own king, Saul, attempted to kill him, to murder him, because he was jealous of him. And then later, his own son attempted to kill him, to, to overtake his throne. And David also had his own fallenness, his own sinfulness. So maybe the enemy within, maybe that can be something that he was thinking about when he wrote this. But he wrote this at the end of his life. And it's a fairly lengthy psalm. It comes up every four weeks in the Office of Readings, and it came up this morning. So Tuesday of the second week of, of the Psalter, it comes up. And it's, it's just wonderful. So I'll read in its entirety. So feel free to close your eyes, maybe call to mind someone or a, circum, a difficult circumstance, someone has hurt you, or you've hurt someone, or you've hurt yourself, or just circumstances in life have been difficult. Call, call that to mind and, and listen to, the, to these words and offer them to the Lord. 
Fret not yourself because of the wicked. Be not envious of wrongdoers, for they will soon fade like the grass and wither like the green herb. Trust in the Lord and do good, so you will dwell in the land and enjoy security. Take delight in the Lord, and he will give you the desires of your heart. Commit your way to the Lord, trust in him, and he will act. He will bring forth your vindication as the light, and your right as the noonday. Be still before the Lord, and wait patiently for him. Fret not yourself over him who prospers in his way, over the man who carries out evil devices. Refrain from anger and forsake wrath. Fret not yourself, it tends only to evil. For the wicked shall be cut off, but those who wait for the Lord shall possess the land. Yet a little while and the wicked will be no more. Though you look well at his place, he will not be there. But the meek shall possess the land and delight themselves in abundant prosperity. The wicked plots against the righteous and gnashes his teeth at him. But the Lord laughs at the wicked, for he sees that his day is coming. The wicked draw the sword and bend their bows to bring down the poor and needy, to slay those who walk uprightly. Their swords shall enter their own heart, and their bows shall be broken. Better is a little that the righteous has than the abundance of many wicked. For the arms of the wicked shall be broken, but the Lord upholds the righteous. The Lord knows the days of the blameless, and their heritage will abide forever. They are not put to shame in evil times, in the days of famine they have abundance. But the wicked perish, the enemies of the Lord are like the glory of the pastures, they vanish, like smoke they vanish away. The wicked borrows and cannot pay back, but the righteous is generous and gives. For those blessed by the Lord shall possess the land, but those cursed by him shall be cut off. The steps of a man are from the Lord, and he establishes him in whose way he delights. Though he fall, he shall not be cast headlong, for the Lord is the stay of his hand. I have been young and now am old, yet I have not seen the righteous forsaken or his children begging bread. He is ever giving liberally and lending, and his children become a blessing. Depart from evil and do good, so shall you abide forever. For the Lord loves justice, he will not forsake his saints. The righteous shall be preserved forever, but the children of the wicked shall be cut off. The righteous shall possess the land and dwell upon it forever. The mouth of the righteous utters wisdom, and his tongue speaks justice. The law of his God is in his heart. His steps do not slip. The wicked watches the righteous and seeks to slay him. The Lord will not abandon him to his power or let him be condemned when he is brought to trial. Wait for the Lord and keep to his way, and he will exalt you to possess the land. You will look on the destruction of the wicked. I have seen a wicked man overbearing 
and towering like a cedar of Lebanon. Again I passed by, and lo, he was no more. Though I sought him, he could not be found. Mark the blameless man, and behold the upright, for there is posterity for the man of peace. But transgressor shall be altogether destroyed. The posterity of the wicked shall be cut off. The salvation of the righteous is from the Lord. He is their refuge in the time of trouble. The Lord helps them and delivers them. He delivers them from the wicked and saves them because they take refuge in him.